0: So today, the Church of England lectionary, or church calendar, suggests including a reading on the fruits of the Spirit, as you have just heard. If I'm honest, thinking about the fruits of the Spirit often makes me feel a bit guilty that I do not display them on a more regular basis. Reading about the acts of the flesh, which comes just before, often makes me feel told off. Somehow, I never feel being told off or guilty is helpful for making you love your neighbour, which is what the fruit of the Spirit is meant to be all about, according to St Paul. So when preparing this talk, I decided to take a step back and try and get a broader sense of the fruits of the Spirit. I believe it can be found in the little things, making a colleague or family member a cup of tea, phoning that friend you know is going through a hard time, or giving that item to the food bank. Some of us may be fortunate enough to know people who seem to exude a sense of peace or to be gentle with others. For me, the most important feeling the fruits of the Spirit can give me is one of peace. And I find it interesting to note that peace is mentioned 429 times in the King James Version of the Bible. The few times I feel peace in myself, I'm able to listen to others and generally connect with others better. Gentleness is also very important to me. It comes with walking lightly on this planet and caring for all people, creatures, and plants. Gentleness certainly seems to me to make human relationships easier. This might be a loose definition of the term, but it is one that works for me. Self-control is a bit out of fashion nowadays and the fruit of the spirit I struggle to understand most. One dictionary defines self-control as the ability to remain calm and not show your emotions, even though you are angry or excited. It's a powerful thing to be able to manage your emotions. For example, if someone offends us, to choose not to respond in the heat of the moment and retaliate, but to wait until we've found a little detachment from the situation and think about it more calmly. Self-control might also be about choosing moderation over excess. Although self-control does not have to be at the expense of feeling free or looking after yourself. Instead, I hope it means a general strengthening of character by avoiding what is bad for you and not letting yourself get overwhelmed by circumstance. The young Christians in Galatia to whom Paul was writing were having a big argument about their precise understanding of the way of Jesus, about who was in and who was out. And perhaps Paul is inviting them not to let their anger guide their responses to each other, but to stay calm and carry on. I will not give my thoughts on all the fruits of the Spirit, as I'm not sure it'd be helpful as each individual will quite rightly have their own ideas in them, and at times you may find them elusive, as I do. On rare occasions, I do, however, as I mentioned earlier, sometimes get a sense of peace that I believe can only come from the Spirit. And this is one of the reasons I have a faith that has shaped my life in subtle ways. This brings me to the Les Murray poem, which describes his idea on how a belief system can concert our daylight and dreaming mind. It might seem overblown, but I do feel my faith has given poetry to my life. It gave me a way into a community when I went to university in Wales and taught English in Peru. By teaching me that I should attempt to love my neighbour, In those communities, I was able to flourish, and in both places, I was constantly in awe at God's creation. There is nothing like the coast in Swansea or the mountains of the Andes. But even if I didn't feel it at the time, my faith kept me strong when I felt I didn't fit in at school and when I was hospitalized in a mental unit for five months in 2011 after a breakdown. It was there through the teachers, who were still kind to me, however awkward I was. The people who visited me in hospital, and in the gift of having time to get better. Precisely because I have been vulnerable while experiencing delusions, and been on my own in hospital, I know the need for my faith. And because I am currently in a better state, I believe everyone can be helped by having a faith in the Trinity, whatever state they find themselves in. Although being in hospital felt awful at the time, I am grateful for what it has taught me and feel it has enabled me to understand others better. Paul, in the reading we heard today from Romans, talks about suffering producing perseverance. Perseverance leading to a strong character, which is then able to produce hope. I do not know what the future will hold, but I do know that precisely because of what I have learnt in the bad times, I feel I'm now able to find joy in most situations, and that in itself gives me hope for the future. When I told my sister that I was giving a talk in church, I would have to think of a life lesson that I wanted to talk about. She asked me what life lesson I would want to tell my nephew, who is one and a half. My answer was that I wanted him to know to persevere in life and to do what gives him joy, precisely because that will end up giving him a sense of hope and joy. It feels like we've come a long way from talking about the fruits of the Spirit to discussion emotions. However, I hope I have shown that faith can influence your emotional life by its very poetry. That does not mean I don't ask, like Les Murray, now why does the poet do that? Or that there aren't moments when I feel far away from the poetry of religion. Why does God do that? But I find that practicing the fruits of the Spirit, like peace, gentleness and self-control, are the way I persevere on the way of faith. And God the Trinity is always the background music to my life that gives me peace and joy. Thank you.